Welcome to the Basically Unprovoking Podcast. I'm Rob Winterbottom. This is the first episode. Thanks for tuning in. In this episode, we'll be looking at the impending, probably grueling election season that hopefully does not have everybody already completely drained. I myself despising political ad one after another and whatever this person said about that one. And these times tend to bring out the worst in everyone's values, not so much the best. But despite all these things, these things still matter. And the more time goes on, it seems like it matters more. And because of all this gross stuff, it seems, well, more gross. Now, before we start, I would like to note that a federal election has not formally been declared. So the context may seem weird at the time of this publishing. And, you know, if this is published you know, after one is declared, which is odd because we're so close to the actual election date. Well, you get the idea. All right, let's get right into it. The first thing to do, in my opinion, is to chill, which is weird, right? It sounds simple. But everyone, even now, is either extremely fired up or completely drained from everything that's happened and said. We're not even at the debates. That's probably to be expected. But the best thing to do is to take a step back and detach yourself from all the information coming at you. That way, you can determine for yourself what the information means to you. Now, to be clear, you're not necessarily a worse or weaker or less significant person because you do this. And everyone who believes that you can just, you know, they can label you as any of those because you've taking a step back really needs to evaluate themselves. If you're not comfortable talking about politics, that's fine. There's a chance that, you know, it'll get brought up in conversation and that's also fine. People are curious and maybe in the same situation you are. If someone asks for your opinion, you just tell them, I'm not really into that thing. Or just kind of go along with it, just, and maybe you'll just breeze by. Now, obviously, don't use this as a shield to avoid hearing about it because it won't work because a conversation or some dialogue about politics is inevitable. But if they're actually asking for your opinion, they will likely respect it. Now, remember when polit- politicians like Justin Trudeau were at Tim Hortons serving coffee and donuts around the same time, you know, around this season. Just be polite and chill. They can tell if you're not comfortable, but... They're often polite themselves and usually won't say a whole lot except for hello, thanks for coming, you know. Now keep in mind that they're also banking on making this a positive experience so you'll vote for them. Now I'm not saying to be grudgingly against that, but they're not going to do something that deliberately makes it worse. And also keep in mind that only a very small percentage will actually piss in your coffee mug which is not connected to, you know, this Tim Hortons thing. Anyways, when they're out doing things, they can't afford to treat people badly, so relax. And if they do something to you, you can go to the police if it's illegal. And the press will probably eat it up because that's just the time to do it. Sometimes to the point where they're kicked out of their own party, like the coffee mug incident. So relax and enjoy yourself. That leads me to the next point, and you should mind who or where you're getting your information. In my opinion, one of the biggest fears for people isn't so much the candidates themselves, but it's the obnoxious ones voting for them. We hear stories year-round about how one side screwed up and the obnoxious shaming from the other side that follows. 
which is amplified around this season. To be told, the votes have become more about choosing sides and more about opposing factions than it does about having an actual opinion. Generally, I'd advise you to be polite and perhaps ask your friends if that's an option. Now, of course, you know your friends best, but you're more likely to get a modest response if they're not involved with a super polarizing group. And if that's possible, have a constructive conversation and make your counterpoints and alternative points if it seems weird. Now, next one, where it's going to get a little darker, but we're going to talk about things to absolutely avoid. Avoid people who make it a side where they're right and you're wrong. They're just looking for a fight. Probably to promote their side and not to have an actual conversation. Don't go to advocate, religious, or extremist groups, regardless of what they're pro or cons of. They will be biased and treat politics like a cult. I'm not saying not to volunteer your time with a shelter, but these places are all, in my experience, the most toxic places for, for this season. I've never been to one that isn't a complete nightmare. But finally, just don't be these polarizing people. And I'm just kind of letting you know now that if you contribute to this sort of tribalist mentality of politics that you will see daily on TV and probably on the same platform that I'm recording this, that, you know, you're going to get crap thrown back at you. And the last point I'd like to make is to vote. Now, it's still a big deal, but by voting, you have a voice in some form. It's kind of irritating to listen to someone who didn't vote, but has an ample opinion and sometimes a pretty good opinion, but they didn't vote. And in my opinion, if you've made up your mind, then great, you're set. But if you haven't, then there's a few things you can do. You can vote for whatever works best for you. Weird, right? Well, when it comes to a, an explanation, making a decision for the whole dominion is not the way to go. Vote for what works for you, your living situation, the people you care about, and your own values. Forget about the rest of them. Vote for you. Now, once you have that decision, I advise you to, on the first day or whatever works for you, when polls open, to go vote. Now, advanced polls, in my opinion, are the best way to get it over with and just avoid the long lines. You get out fast and you're done. I've done this in the last Ontario election and the last municipal election and win or lose it does feel good to be done. Something you should know is you can discard or just not mark your ballot. Blank voting despite what people say or believe is legitimate. In fact unmarked and discarded ballots are rising according to both Elections Canada and Elections Ontario. So if you want to vote but don't like any of the candidates this is for you, and it's, and it's better than not going at all, because then you still count. And if that's not enough, your employer has to give you time off to go vote anyway, so take advantage of that. And what I'd like to leave off is that this is just my advice. I don't want to, you know, preach to you, this is the thing. But, you know, these are just my ideas for this season of voting for you to get through it. And even after all that, if you're still picking your poison... At least you're getting through. Now, thank you for making the end of this episode and tuning in to watch this. Come back next week, probably, where I will either talk about what I wish 
would happen during election season, or single transferable voting inspired by CGP Grey. Thanks for tuning in.